You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast. Today we'll be discussing a practical approach to root canal instrumentation using a new cordless electric handpiece. Our guest today is Dr. Aaron Welk, a diplomat of the American Board of Endodontics and a member of a variety of dental associations and societies. He currently has a specialty endodontic practice in the Portland metropolitan area. Dr. Welk, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk. Thank you for having me today, Phil. Yeah, so we're excited to hear about this. Now, you've mentioned to me earlier that you've worked with electric handpieces, actually cordless electric handpieces, to do endodontic instrumentation for over 17 years. That's basically your whole career as an endodontist. Tell us a little bit about the major benefits of using a cordless electric handpiece for root canal instrumentation. Sure. So rotary instrumentation for cleaning and shaping the root canal system has been used routinely for endodontic treatment for more than 20 years. Initially, a lot of effort went into the design of rotary files used to clean and shape the canals. Next, handpiece technology incorporated torque control. This torque control basically allows for the file to, when it engages a, a high stress inside the root canal, will reverse. This alone was a huge feedback technology that provided a safety factor for clinicians to minimize file breakage. But you see, one of the complaints of using handpieces for root canal instrumentation was the loss of tactile feedback that hand files would provide. Clinicians would feel that loss using an electric handpiece as opposed to those hand files. And, and a lot of research has gone into the development of, of handpieces that provide what I like to call an alternative tactile feedback method. These electric handpieces are more responsive and can even mimic hand-like motions. The cordless handpiece takes it a step further by untethering the clinician from the base motor which allows for a more ergonomic experience for the operator and also the freedom to maneuver around the patient being treated. Plus, cordless handpieces allow for portability, so it's easy to move this equipment between operatories in your office or for the dentist who works at multiple locations, they can easily move this between offices. Now, do you still use a combination of hand instrumentation with the with your electric handpiece? I use... Um, Six files, eight files, ten files for, for just canal initial navigation, for just establishing the glide path in addition to what this handpiece can offer. But I don't use a lot of hand files otherwise. Okay, so to start, because I know when, when I practiced endo, I got out of endo school and uh, grad endo in 85, 1985. That was a long okay. time ago. Uh, but we did have, even then, we had some uh, cordless handpieces for, uh, it was back and forth. It was just back. I don't know if it, what was that called back then when we went. A reciprocating handpiece. Yeah, reciprocating. Right. Thank you. Right. Um, yeah. That uh, didn't have the feel uh, that we were looking for. So we did a lot of the early instrumentation up to maybe a size twenty with hand hand files, and then we used right. we used the uh, electric handpiece to widen, flare it out, and give us you know access so that we can take the instruments up larger and obviously for obturation. But this particular cordless handpiece, you're saying, has an additional uh, tactile feel that the clinician could enjoy? I think that the longer that you use a cordless handpiece, the, the you develop you developed your own sense of tactile, you know, feedback. But um, some of the features like the glide path function and the the torque sensing reverse that is offered in this handpiece. Um, it, it is it is an extension of your tactile senses. Mm -hmm. So you've been using the Merida Tri-Auto ZX2. 
And uh, you mentioned you've been using that since January of 2018. So it's over Correct. about a year and three months now. So tell us what you did tell us a few things you like about it, but tell us a few more things you like about it. And why is it unique in this handpiece market? Well, I think that this this handpiece, the Triado ZX2, has many features that are useful, not only for an endodontist like myself, but also for the general dentist. So, you know, Merida invented the first ratio-based electronic apex locator for length determination back in 1992. And this, you know, technology is actually built into this handpiece, which is pretty pretty cool. Um, but they've also built upon that technology. And, and there are more innovative technologies inside this handpiece. This, there, there are five different modes that can be used. So in, in addition to the apex locator, which is one mode, you can use it in a, in a clockwise manner, which is just a rotational you know, forward rotation manner. It works clock, counterclockwise, which would be used for things like placing pastes and canals if you're if you're apt to doing that, as, as opposed to injecting something in the canal. Um, and then there are two other features that I'll talk about, one called the optimum glide path, and the other is the optimum torque reverse. So with the optimum glide path, this function creates a watch winding or balanced force motion arc. So there are three different arc degrees that can rotate, either a 90 degree, 120 degree arc, a 180, 270, arc or a 240 330 degree arc but this forward and reverse rotation allows the clinician to negotiate a canal path as if using a hand file so they always say you shouldn't use rotary if you don't have you know a, a glide path established so this this optimum glide path function provides a safe and efficient manner to establish that pathway even in curved or constricted canals so once you have that path established, then you can continue on to shaping using rotary instruments. Have you found this particular handpiece offers the um, luxury of less breakage, less file breakage, or is that really up to the operator? Well, I mean, I think I think that the a lot of that is up to the operator, and the other is is the handpiece itself. So another feature that's offered is this optimum torque reverse um, setting. So, you know, when you're using, I, I think that. Most clinicians want to use an electric handpiece or or just a handpiece for canal instrumentation. That's their main objective, and and I believe this is the backbone of canal instrumentation for doing root canals. But under normal conditions, under the optimum torque reverse setting, the motor operates in a continuous clockwise forward rotation. For example, 300 RPMs per minute. But when there's an increased torque load on the file, the optimum torque reverse will work in an alternating forward and then reverse 90 degree rotation and then it'll continue forward and reverse so what this does is it'll prevent file jamming give you that feedback and minimize separation or file breakage so the reverse and what's nice about this particular handpiece is is just kind of the the smooth operation that it as it rotates it's very it's a very smooth motion and i like to describe it as a ratcheting motion that gives you the feedback so that you know when to stop, reestablish your pathway, make sure, or, or change your file size, kind of change change the approach you're taking for that specific um, canal. Mm -hmm. do, do you recommend when a doctor purchases something like this uh, to speed up the learning curve? Should they work on a either an extracted tooth or a plastic model, or do, does Jay Marita provide those plastic teeth so that they can get a feel for how, how this all works before they go live in the patient's mouth? Well, I mean, I think that that using a plastic block gives you a good sense for for developing your approach. But 
Um, if you're already using an electric handpiece, if you're already using a rotary file system, I mean, the, the way I would approach using this, and I'll talk a little bit more about this, but is, is to use it the way you're currently using the system. So if you want to get a get nothing replicates, I believe the the true cutting of dentin inside the tooth. Um, there is there is a, a product that is called um, True Teeth that I, is developed by Steve Buchanan, and um, Marita has been using that for demonstrating how to navigate some complex canal systems. So that's that's a newer product on the market that I think gives you a little better feedback than an acrylic block, but. I mean, I think that other than just seeing the file in action using the acrylic block, just, just using this on uncomplicated, if you can call a root canal uncomplicated, using it on a case where you're comfortable and and uh, you get a true sense for how this is going to work. Yeah, no, that makes total sense as well. So can you tell us about real-time root canal navigation? You covered that possibly a little bit when you said that. Yeah, so I mean, so basically, I mean, you know, we talk about apex locators, I mean, this apex, there is the, you know, the Triad ZX has the apex locator built into it. And so there are multiple ways that you can determine your working length. Um, I use an apex locator for determining working length um, almost exclusively. So, I mean, I have the utmost confidence in these products because they've been proven. They've, they have a very high success rate and you're able to um, use this in a traditional manner. So you can, you can use a lip clip and attach the, the file clip to the file and advance it into the canal. And, and the handpiece has a, a display on it that will read just like any standard apex locator. But you can also then determine the working length with the handpiece directly. So you could attach a file to the handpiece and advance that file into the canal and, and get the feedback. But the last thing when we talk about real time, I like to call it real time mode, is that when you you can you can put the lip clip on the patient's lip for the sensor for the and then you can advance the file into the canal. And when that file is placed into the canal, the handpiece can be programmed to automatically start rotating. And as that file approaches the apex of the root canal, the rotation of the file will stop, indicating that you're at the endpoint of the root canal system. So I like to think of this as adaptive cruise control settings in your car. So many newer model cars have this adaptive cruise control, which is basically a system that allows the vehicle to adjust speed, you know, while you're in cruise control, it'll adjust the, and maintain a safe distance from the vehicles ahead of you. So in other words, you have to be alert while you're driving, but the vehicle will make those adjustments. So the Triado ZX2 works like adaptive cruise control for the instrumentation of the canal. You get that real-time feedback in knowing where the file is inside the canal, as well as the adaptive features that allow the rotation of the file to adjust to certain conditions, so utilizing optimum torque reverse. There's different settings called torque slowdown, so as the torque is encountered, the, the handpiece will slow its rotation down. There are, there's a function called apical action, where the file will actually, when it reaches the endpoint, it will, it will reverse slightly to, to prevent the file from binding at the end. So this, basic, this nearly um, allows for a an automated operation inside the root canal system. Yeah, that's amazing technology that you're talking about. Just absolutely amazing. How, how many safety features are built into this handpiece? It's almost absolutely. Like, yeah. Um, you I, still I, need a driver, though. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. I'm saying this sounds so good that GPs will pick this thing up and you won't have a job. I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen, Dr. Welk. Nothing can replace the um, skill of the endodontist in diagnosing, um, <clears throat> determining 
whether root canal treatment is necessary, and then accessing the canal is, is yeah, absolutely exactly, critical. That's exactly right. You're singing to the choir there. That's exactly the, the, <laughs> that's the answer I give because I hear this, you know, when I don't practice anymore, but I did um, for many years, and I heard that, that was my answer. So first of all, yeah, GPs absolutely. are great. They, they're, they do tremendous work, but on a tough case, number one, they're not going to be able to find all the canals, usually, especially in a very difficult calcified molar. They're just not going to be able to find It's not worth their time. They'll spend a half a day trying to find the canals. And I always like to reference a, a study that was done back in 2001, um, the economics of endodontics and who's doing the root canals. And of all the root canal procedures done, you know, endodontists do 25% of the procedures. So mm -hmm. 75% of the root canals are still done by general practitioners. So they, they need this knowledge as well. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're also doing a lot of single rooted teeth. And um, obviously the cases that we get are probably 15 to 25% of the cases out there. So it makes sense. The numbers make sense. Um, I always tell referring doctors that their, their nightmare case is my normal case. Yeah, absolutely. And, and are you seeing less broken instruments? because of these uh, more sophisticated hand pieces? I would say yes. And I don't experience many file breakages with this technology or, and with any of the torque control settings. I mean, I think it's important that whatever system you're using as far as the file system is that you follow the manufacturer instructions. And so, you know, they have, they have recommendations for um, rotation speed and um, what sort of, you know, like hand force you're going to place on the file. And, and I mean, if you follow that and then let the handpiece do the work, it, it's, Smooth it's very safe. Yeah. And, and um, for the most part, a lot of these files are one-time use. Are they not? Or that's, they... Hard. that's a hard question to answer. A lot yeah. of the manufacturers market them as a single use, and, and, and they can be used more than one time. I, yeah. A lot of studies have been done looking at the fatigue factor. Um, but I, it just depends on what you're using and, and yeah. the, the quality of that product. Yeah, no, absolutely. So um, let's wrap up this podcast. This has been excellent. My last question is, um, so with the features that you discussed, and there's many different features that this uh, handpiece offers from Jay Marita, how, in your mind, using this for about a year and a half or a little less, um, and using, as I mentioned earlier, using cordless electric uh, handpieces for your instrumentation for over 17 years now as an endodontist, how would you suggest a clinician approaches incorporating the Merida Triauto ZX2 into their practice? Yeah, so that's a great question. And, and even for myself, I mean, having used a, a number of predecessors um, in the cordless handpiece market, um, they were much simpler and not as complex as this handpiece. And so it can be overwhelming to think about all of the features that are offered by this product, but I, mean, I think the best approach to incorporating the Triodos DX2 into your practice is to first, you know, think about what you're using for your current instrumentation strategy and then use that in the Triodos DX in that manner. Don't try to use all the advanced features. Use the apex locator as a standalone apex locator at first just to get a sense of feel and, and don't use the real-time automated feature until you get more comfortable with it. Practice using um, the optimum glide path after, you know, establishing that pathway with hand files and then confirm it with the hand piece in the optimum glide path setting, you know, because eventually you're going to find that you're, you know, one of the benefits of using these hand pieces is it reduces operator fatigue. And so I'm all about ergonomics and 
working in the long haul here. And, and this hand pieces really do that is they reduce operator fatigue. And then once you get comfortable with the individual features, you can put it all together. So in the end, you know, you're going to find that the trials X2 will be, you know, allow you to accomplish endodontic treatment in an efficient, safe, and predictable manner. That's great uh, advice. Just in any new technology that you incorporate in your practice, what you just said, Dr. Welk, would apply. If it has a lot of bells and whistles, use what you feel comfortable with and slowly, um, you know, corroborate what you're getting out of that instrument with what you did before and saying, yeah, this is working just like it did before, but it's more efficient, it's faster, it's more reliable, and then you can add on more of those features into the actual clinical procedure. So that makes total sense. Absolutely. Good, good, yeah. good clinical advice. Um, do you teach at all or, or are you just in private practice? Um, I am in private practice. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Cause it's, I, like- I, I mean, well, I have, I have taught up at the, um, Oregon health and sciences university, um, in past years, but right now I'm pretty much dedicated to 100% clinical practice. Yeah. So the, this is great. Cause that's what these podcasts are for. We have, uh, almost 200,000 active users of Evo Learning right now taking webinars and podcasts. So, and we're growing around 3,000 users a month. So it's, it's just, yeah. it's amazing how many people are coming on digitally to listen to experts like yourself, Dr. Welk, on, on things that you do in your practice. And um, this is the way, especially the millennial, the millennial group, they, they love these types of podcasts and digital discussions or webinars to get the information um, yeah, it's a great platform. Yeah, so we appreciate your time very much. Hopefully, we can have you on one uh, coming up soon uh, on another endodontic topic. And uh, until then, thank you very much, and we appreciate your time. Thank you, and thanks for having me. 